Welcome to the Actually Connecting Podcast, where emotions, consciousness, and connecting come first. Um, recording, just so you know. Um, what is up with you? What's up with me? Not much. Just hanging out. Chilling. Chilling. Yeah. I had this whole week off, so... I feel like I should be super productive, but I'm being like moderately non-productive. Cool. I mean, I did clean my house and learn that I do have a mouse living in my house and I'm not. No. I think I have a lot of mice living in my house, actually. Um, That's not that big of a deal. I'm a pretty big believer. Like you live with the animals that are there. Like you just gotta, you gotta be cool with them, right? Well, at least it like lives behind the, it's living behind, somehow or other it's just hanging out behind the couch because that's where the the poop was. It wasn't like anywhere else. So, yeah. and under the stove. <laughs> yeah, totally. Don't eat the electric. Don't eat the electric. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's been something I've really struggled with over the last few years or so is, um, have you been watching a show called The Wheel of Time? I have not. Okay, so in The Wheel of Time, it's a book series, but it's also now a show on Amazon Prime. And there's something called okay. The Way of the Leaf. Okay. And in essence, it's kind of like a Buddhist philosophy. And I don't, where that's kind of you, in essence, it's no violence. Right. Which I love that concept. And I really kind of follow that concept for a good chunk of my life now on how do you do the least amount of harm as you go through creating the most amount of positive impact, right? Right. Hypothetically, so like, if they don't kill, don't kill spiders, kind don't of. Don't kill spiders. Right. Okay. So I have a relationship with the spiders in my home. Mm-hmm. They live in the basement. There are a lot of them down there. Mm-hmm. I've told Charlotte many times, stay in your corner. Cool mm-hmm. with that. But this <laughs> old hairy Charlotte, you find your way up into my space. Yeah. And we have an understanding that they don't get to exist. That's, I yeah. do not want big, giant, hairy spiders. And they, I mean, they're, I mean, they're like, Mm-hmm. No catch and release. Oh God, catch and release. <laughs> that's it. How do you decide? So we, um, that's exactly it. We just had an issue with uh, this last because it's Texas, Austin, Texas, in the summer with mm-hmm. cats and dogs, and you have fleas. Part of the game, you know, it happens. So, do you give them a preventative medicine that may or may not be good for them, or do you take some sort of prevention against fleas in your home? which is in essence, some sort of violence potentially. It's just a, it's an interesting, um, I like put something on my cat. So I don't have fleas. So yeah. I don't have the yeah. flea experience I had when I, ha- I, so I have her, I didn't put anything on her. Then my housemate got a dog and the dog kindly brought a flea home with it that yeah. found my cat. Okay. And it was funny. Cause I went to the vet. Cause like, she was like, I would scratch her and she had all these bumps on her. And I brought her to the vet and, I, and the vet's like, I'm going to treat her for fleas. And I was like, how dare you tell me my clean cat? has?" Yeah, you do feel, I, you feel I, a way so about it. There's certain things that I don't personally believe have a higher purpose. I'm like, what is that? What's a fleas purpose? Like yeah. in the grand good scheme of it, right? It itches, it bites, it, it, it carries disease. Like what if the earth is saying the same thing about humans? Oh, the earth is totally saying the same thing about humans. Right. <laughs> I mean, the earth was like, what happened? Like one of the funny memes about COVID was like, um, 
look what you've done. They sent mother nature sent us all to our bedrooms. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's in time. Out. A, I've never heard that. That's really interesting. That's really yeah. interesting. Oh yeah. No, I mean, we absolutely, humans absolutely are. Yeah. Humans absolutely are a parasite on this planet. Yeah. It's I interesting. Would, I would say it. it is interesting, right? 50. Yeah. I hope that we can be better than that, but I agree. I think when you look at it all, Joe Rogan talks about that with LA, when you fly over LA on a plane, you see this like scab of a city that kind of is smoking. And if you were another species flying in, and you saw what humans were, you would think we were an invasive species. I mean, we are, we are, we consume, yeah. we pollute, consume pollute, we destroy, yeah. we do not honor the earth, which yeah. gives everything. I mean, like, yeah. It is, I mean, it's ama it's amazing to me how unconscious people are about how important the earth is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is amazing mm -hmm. to me. The, mm -hmm. the ignorance that people live in with that concept. And am I perfect? No. Do I go to the dump once a week and get rid of a bag of garbage and like bring a bag of recycling that I know isn't really getting recycled? <laughs> <laughs> it just all yeah. I mean, it's am I true. part of but I do the best I can. I mean, like yeah. I, I, you do the best you can. Yeah, totally. No. Totally, totally. I, yeah. So do you have any questions? Um, no. Do you just ask me questions? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I play it a little bit differently. Each one's different. It's in okay. essence, it's just you and I chatting for a okay. little bit and we'll just kind of see where it goes and how it plays. Um, I'll do a quick intro. Sometimes I start it with the way it is right now and I let people listen to all this. Sometimes mm. I'll cut it off just as it is. Like I've just been playing and testing and allowing people to say what they like and cool. what, what resonates with people and how do people learn most through the process? And I'm excited to talk about manifestation today because I think that's Ooh, you know, good. Because you know, that's why I also sent you that vibrational scale because that's yeah. part of manifestation. Yeah. And that's I, sent. I don't know if you looked at it. But like, uh, I will look at it right now while we're talking about it because I yeah, like look at it while we're talking about it because yeah. I mean, part of yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it because I um I have a relationship. I've had a relationship. I can talk about it now. I've had a relationship. So I got introduced to manifestation and law of attraction in two thousand and six, like December of two thousand and six. Like I know it. So my, for fifteen years ago. Yeah. Wow. Um, my dad actually gave me the secret as a gift. Wow, that's a good video. one. And I put it in and I watched it and I remember watching it and like my mind exploded because I had been conscious <laughs> until that point, you know, like spirituality had been a thing to my point, yeah. but I didn't know this existed. I didn't know this ability existed. Um, and all these people from all these different fields were talking about it and how they used it and how they, how they used it. And I was like, well, if they do it, so can I, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I tried to implement it and I tried to implement it and I would get like pockets of manifestation, like little things would pop and I'd be like, oh, cool. I did it, you know, mm -hmm. um, but then it was always a struggle to really manifest. And I was like, conceptually in my head, it's like a whole concept that makes perfect sense. Like, I know it's one of my superpowers and why can I not activate my superpower, you know? And then recently I've been taking this really great training and she talks all about vibration and frequency and how we are, you know, she's like, talks about like we're particle and we're wave. So we're a frequency and what we send out, we bring back. And there are different levels of vibrational frequency. And 
Um, that's the scale I sent you. So like a lower level, it comes with like shame and guilt and grief and fear and mm, anger. Yeah. Like those are lower. And the higher ones are like acceptance and reason, love, joy, peace, and enlightenment, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you are vibrating at a higher frequency and you're like wanting something to come to you, like it's, it's easier now for me to kind of like send out what I want and have it come back because I'm matching that frequency. Like if I'm in a low fear, sad, depressed space down here, but I'm like, oh, I want to experience like abundance of money and all these things, but I am like literally vibrating low. Mm -hmm. I'm not that abundance in that frequency can't find me. It's like, we don't mm -hmm. resonate in the same space. Mm -hmm. So it's like really like one of the goals that I've been working with. And I believe for a long time is like really like obviously lifting your frequency and mm -hmm. Part of that is like putting yourself in the path of joy every day, and like doing things that bring you joy. Also getting rid of things that kind of dim your light and lower your frequency, which can sometimes be getting rid of like people in your life too. Like I got yes. rid of people recently. Yeah. Okay. So let's start at the beginning. Um, okay. So I said all that. All, no, I love it. This is a perfect intro into what we're about to talk about. Cool. Uh, welcome to the Actually Connecting podcast, where emotions, consciousness, and connecting come first and are discussed and kind of dialogued about. And we, today we have Tracy J on with us. Tracy, thank you for joining. No, oh, thanks for having me. You and I met recently manifesting our dreams. Yes, we did. We did. Which is super cool. We met um, through a company called RCA mm -hmm. and it's high ticket remote closing. Is that what yeah. you call it? Yeah. In essence. Yeah. We're going through a, a very advanced form of sales and it's really cool because it's not even sales. It's, it's a form of manifestation and it's a form of facilitation where people helping people live their dreams. And I love that concept because in the past, I really, I ran away from sales fast. Yes. So it was fun to see that there is this whole group of people in this niche of people that were allowing others dreams to come true and they needed help people to help fill those places. Yeah. So we met in this training program and we did something called mock calls and mock calls are where you have to go in and do what, in my opinion, is one of the hardest things about any kind of training practice, which is practice. And you have to do those things with each other back and forth, or it's like, we pretend we're other people in essence, mm -hmm. or we're ourselves and then help each other with this like script and process. And it's super cool. And I feel like mm -hmm. we connected really quickly over this manifestation stuff and all the stuff. And I thought, and you asked if you'd want to be on the podcast, which yeah. I'm really, really grateful for. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's cool. It's right up my alley. So I thought, why not ask? Yeah. Um, how did you find yourself in RCA? So it's a manifestation experience, actually. Um, so I have been taking this training for two months prior to RCA. I was taking a training. I'm taking, I'm still in it. And it's called the Ascension Arena. And it's amazing. And like the whole first section of it is about really, I mean, it's work I've done before, but it's basically like finding your limited, limiting beliefs, like the things that you block you from shining your light the most and kind of, she calls them coats. So it's like removing your coats and like stepping out of that like and that. stepping into yourself. Yeah. And then the second part of it is um, about mastering manifestation. So it's, um, yeah. That's the second part of it. And so for like 
two months, I just kept being like, cause my dream is to live a remote life. You know, I'm like, I'm living a remote life. I'm on the beach. I'm doing work from the beach. Like I just had this whole thing. And I said it every single day. I mean, I did a whole bunch of mantras, but that was one of them. And I was in a really like high vibrating space and I could feel the energy of what I was sending out coming back to me. It's like, I knew I was receiving it. It was really powerful. And then all of a sudden it was 11, 11, which <laughs> is a powerful day. It's a double digits. It's, you know, like, um, if anybody's into numbers, like, or the angels or whatever, like multiple numbers just always have meaning behind it, you know? And it was 11, 11. And I did this like ceremony in the morning. I'm in this high vibrating space. And I, I had my call that day with the person who was my closer. And I had, I don't even know how I got, like I was driving to work, looking at YouTube because I was trying to maybe do something with Etsy. And one of his ads came on, he said something about working remote. And that's all I heard. I think I only heard the word remote. <laughs> I don't even know what the ad was about, yeah. but I filled it out. And the next thing I know, I'm on a call with a closer and I'm signing up. Yeah. And then like a week later, I realized I'm in what's called the remote closing Academy. Yeah. I was like, I just asked to live a remote life and the universe is like, okay, remember you have to be super specific. Mm-hmm. And I ended up there. That's part of how I ended up there to be honest with you. But also my whole goal is to be of service. Like that's also part of my training that I'm in. It's like, all I want to do in this life is be of service to help people find get out of their own way, find their happy, live their best. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. for me, there's nothing better that I could possibly do. And everything else is just like a, like a way to facilitate it. And so now I'm in this thing called remote closing Academy where they're teaching me how to obviously do sales. I like calling it enrollment specialist. I agree. I, the, the word sales to me is a little, it's, it's still, yeah, hard, it's still a hard sell to me, but yeah. I get it. Yeah. And um, the fact that I'm going to at some point be a setter and I know a closer for a program who provides like life coaching, self-development, man, like, like that is where I'm going to end up. So that fact that I can be kind of like mm-hmm. a middle woman, you know, the connector, the person that greets them at the door and is like, here, here's like a really good opportunity to change your life. Like that is me being a service. And then I have a career. So it kind of is. And here I am. And one day I just put a call out for someone to help me and you answered. <laughs> I know we were talking that day and then it's history. And then it's I history. love it. I got here. That was my long, short story. It's perfect. It's exactly what was needed. Um, okay. So 16 years ago, you jump into uh-huh. manifestation in your mind when you were taught initially, what is manifestation at its base level root? So, I mean, my base level was like, So the law of attraction is fantastic. It's whatever you think about, you bring about. Like that's the theory behind it, right? Like whatever you put out, it comes back. And that is part of it. And it's true, but it's not all of it. But I've discovered recently, there's more to it than just, you know, it is a mindset, thinking Mm -hmm. positively. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it is very important, you know, like your mind has frequency, you're sending it out, but it's also just in general, it's like the vibrational frequency you are like emitting and giving off in general as well. You know, like if you're giving off, you know, fear or grief and sadness of some sort, like that's the frequency you send out. And so that's the frequency that can find you. Mm-hmm. And if you want something like 
financial wealth and abundance, doing something amazing, but you're not vibrating at a frequency of joy and love. That's going to, it's going to be hard to find you, you know, like you want, um, you want to shine your light so bright. So that what's meant for you can find you with ease, basically. You ever studied the 12 universal laws? Is, is that under Buddhism? You know, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. Um, I feel like it has that nature in it. And I feel like I've heard them before. Here's what they are. The Go. first one is the law of divine oneness. We are all one. Okay. Yes. We are all part of the same system. Yes. The second is the law of vibration. Yes. We all are part of each have a vibration. We each resonate and receive resonation. Yes. The third is the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. What we attract, what we receive and send out, we, we also attract. Mm-hmm. Um, law of correspondence, the law of action. You have to do something for it to become a reality. I call law, that aligned, committed action. Aligned, committed action. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The law of cause and effect. When you do something, something else happens. The law of compensation. The law of perpetual transmutation of energy, which is what Think and Grow Rich is all about. What you think about is what you actually create and how you transmute certain energies into other energies. And then law of relativity, law of polarity, law of rhythm, and law of gender. Those are the 12 universal laws. Okay. They all feel like 100% true. It's super legit when you really start jumping into it all. But I love that you're focusing really on the law of attraction right now. Yeah. Well, attraction, manifestation, attraction, and the, there was a law of manifestation in there, right? Just attraction. What was the one below it or above it? Uh, the one below it or above it was vibration. Vibration. Okay. So law of yep. vibration, which is, I think... I think that and the law of attraction actually have to work together. Mm. Here's a better. I could think they do a dance together. I'll put this really cool infographic next to it because it says the law of attraction is what is like unto itself is drawn. And the law of vibration is everything has a unique vibrational frequency. Law of correspondence is as above, so below. Okay. Law of action is manifestation requires aligned action. Who's that? That's that, okay, so that that's word you said. Doing. Yeah. Aligned committed action. Yeah. So it's like you throw something, you're like, you have a law of attraction, you like think about something, right? Then you try to match that frequency so that when it comes back to you, it hits you. Mm-hmm. And, but you, in order to, like, so the thing is, is like, if I sat on my couch and I was like, I want to live a remote life. And every day, all I did was sit on my couch, get up, go to work, and come home. Nothing's going to change because I'm doing nothing to change the fact, but I took this aligned committed action and all of a sudden I signed up for this course. And so many magical things have started like coming at me. Like yeah. you have to move in a direction for it to also find you. Like if yeah. you just, if I stay sitting on the couch, the remote life was never, it's never going to happen. So I feel like it that might, you might end up being evicted and now you're living remote. <laughs> yeah. But that's not the frequency I want to exist. That's at. what I'm that's saying. <laughs> <laughs> that means I literally went off into the wrong timeline of existence. Like, no, like, that means that I literally like ended up in the wrong timeline for sure. Yeah. So I think that those 12 laws, I can see how I would bet if you really dove into all 12 of them, the ultimate goal is to live all 12 simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that and you hit alignment, 
Mm-hmm. Right? Like, think about it. Like, if you are doing all of that, you are literally and successfully doing it. Mm-hmm. Then you are probably existing in this like really high vibration. High vibration. So mm-hmm. manifestation. We can go back there. Sorry. So no. Um. So you talked about the secret. It's a movie yeah. book. Um. So it was a book that was written um by this woman she she discovered it and then she went out and found all these people who like practice the law of attraction so she called it the secret because not a lot of people knew about it you know like people knew um people knew about it but she was like the next wave of awakening people by creating that program and there is a video and it was set to really powerful music and there was like 15 different people who are all like in that field or in some way in that field, they're just amazing people. And they were all talking about it in different ways and how it worked and how they used it. And somehow they like lost all their money and then used it to get their money back. Some who like had clients and helped them with relationships and all this different stuff. And I'm just watching it. And I'm like, my mind was just blowing away. I was like, wait, if all these people can do it, that means I can do it. So then the interesting moment too, is when you realize that you can do it, then you also have to look at the fact, because if you, what you think about, you bring about, that means you create the world around you. And if the world around you isn't making you happy and feel joy, then you created that. And then you have to accept that. And you, if my life at that time was a hot mess, to be perfectly honest, like a hot mess, I was not following my soul's purpose. I was in a relationship that was just not for my long-term highest good, even though they were a good person. It was like, everything was, it was so out of balance. And then I had to accept that. And that's like a big one to swallow. Isn't that so intense when you start realizing everything that your life is, that your frustrations, emotions, processes are all yours. They're all a hundred percent yours. Oh yeah. I got to own that. You do own that, but listen, like once we own that, there's so much power in that. Like Mm -hmm. I will own everything. I've owned Mm -hmm. everything because if you don't, then what you do is you'll do the blame thing and point fingers at other people because you're not accepting it. And you're playing the victim mode because you're saying, oh, they did this, they did this. And that's, you got to flip it, right? It's not victim mode. Everything's happening for me. All the good, bad, and ugly. And it's all happening I'm creating it to happen for me at the same time. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was talking early days, Facebook. I went, someone was asking about manifestation and I um, put Abraham Hicks. I linked one of her videos because she's really big into that, the whole process. Um, And what they turned back and I kind of got attacked by more than more people than I've ever been attacked by. Um, It was like a group of people and they kind of said I was, by saying that manifestation was this way and that we were in, responsible for our own actions, I was victim blaming. No, they were victim playing. And I, you know, that, and that's where the conversation led to. And it was, mm-hmm. it was a very heated one. It was the last conversation I've ever had on Facebook because I just realized the platform's not a very conducive space for growth. Well, when people don't want to take responsibility for their life, when they can't take that ownership and you tell them they have to, like, it's like they literally to protect themselves, they'll attack your belief in the truth. Like they, they're holding on to their belief in truth so deeply that if you come even with the truth to them, they can't hear it. Like, and then you're the, then you're the one that they will attack, you know, like you're coming mm-hmm. with the most pure truth. Mm-hmm. 
but they can't handle the truth. They cannot handle the truth. They're not ready to, they don't want to, because their life might be a bleep show, (laughs) a sugar honey iced tea show. I don't know what my level of swearing on this is. (laughs) You can do whatever you want. The more the swearing, if you swear, yeah. (laughs) The relations might be a mess, like all of that might exist. And then if you say, oh, like you've created this, this is your responsibility. Like, no, he hurts me. Well, then you leave, you know, like it's, it can, I could go down that. Oh yeah. I mean, how could you say this bad thing that happened to this person happened for them? Well, I'm like, no, it's a terrible thing. I don't, I don't dispute when things are bad that happen to people, but I believe that things happen to you for a lesson and a reason. There's my dad always used to say, it's like everything. He called everything a log. I love my dad. And he called everything a log. He's like, everything is on a lesson, an opportunity, and a gift. Like, wow, that is very positive. Right? Like, he said it That's all the cool. time. Yeah. All the time. I heard that since the age of 10. Wow. Since the age of 10. Yeah, and it's true. Yeah, so interestingly enough, the training I'm in right now, one of the chapters is really realizing everything happens for you. Like, mm-hmm. the minute you can be like, this is happening for me. Like, even. Yeah, the universe is on my team. It's on my, you, that's one of the things she absolutely, that is a hundred percent true. She even says that like your universe is like your biggest support and cheerleader, like waiting there to be like, yes, let's do this. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go. You know, it's so true. So yeah. So the people who you will, and they have the right to, the irony is like, they have the right to attack me as well, you know, right. and I'm not going to hate them or like think poorly of them because that's their journey they're on choose love yeah that's what i found too you just got to choose love you just have to let them do their thing and shield yourself from it and then at some point you can walk away like you don't have to stay and fight that like the fight they're bringing to your table you don't have to stay there forever and you don't have to stay there till you win if you know your truth if your truth and your core sits with you 100 percent and doesn't harm anybody else in your truth in your core, then you can walk away and be like, well, that's my truth and core. And it works for me. You know, like, I don't need to fight you on it. If you want to hold that belief, which clearly comes with anger, you know, or like an attack, walk mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. It is, it is love. It is peace mm-hmm. in yourself and you choose yourself. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, it's, it's very interesting because it, it's a real chicken and egg kind of situation. Cause then I can ask myself, well, I'm in this environment where this attack is happening. What am I doing to place myself in that place? Why is it? Cause now I've got to like take ownership. What did right. I say initially jumping in? Was that, did I jump into, you know, now you start going down this rabbit hole of past mm-hmm. future present process. And how do you live in the be grounded enough to be in the present, to move past the past, not yeah. live in the future because it's just not right. there yet and also just be right. in the present where you are very very aware and vibrating at a high frequency that allows you to manifest what you want to happen in the future for your present you just become the witness of your life every second i love that so but and i think it's been like a roomy it might even be like a roomy quote like everything changes once you become the witness of your own story or something like that it might not be i have a meme that says something like that it's like everything changes like once you witness your life as a story and you're the actor and all these yeah. things are happening for you and you're choosing to go down that avenue like you chose to post whatever you post 
so that they would react to you. So you would have to have this interaction that would then make you sit and think all about this interaction and like how you showed up with it and like how you reacted to it and how it affected you or didn't. I mean, like it does create a chain reaction because everything's for you. Every moment is for you. Yeah, it's so true. Walked away with a lot of lessons and we're talking about it right now. It's a, it continues to be a lesson. Right, it continues to show up. So, this secret is this book and it's kind of your introduction into this process. Once you recognize that, what was the first step? Cause I hearing to be the witness of your own story. I love that, but that's really complex for someone new into this. Like if you're yeah. struggling and your yeah. life is kind of in shambles right now, yes. what is that first step that you took for you that allowed you to be on the path? I'm going to say, to be perfectly honest, though, it took a while. Totally. I'm going to say, really, it wasn't until like, so this 2006, that would have been like 16 years ago. I'm mm -hmm. going to say it wasn't until basically eight years later Boom. that I started taking responsibility for my life. Wow. And I'm not trying to say it has to take that long because there are so many things out there right now. Like if you're listening to this and you're like sparked. There are so many things for you to grab onto and there's, mm -hmm. there's so many like teachers out there and there's YouTube now and you can go watch like Abraham Hicks and you can go watch all those people. You can go take a high ticket training course <laughs> in self-development. You can do it. It's like, there's so much yeah, available, you know, it's like so much available right now, yeah. but it was like eight years. And I mean, I did take another training, a guy, I can't remember his name, Bob Proctor. He was mm -hmm. in the showing and I took a training from him. Like I started doing stuff, but I really didn't take ownership for my life until like eight years later. And I took a training. Yeah. I kept taking, I've taken a lot of trainings and this one was called Dharma school. And um, yeah. So I think what you have to do, if we wind back is if this, the idea of being able to manifest and do the law of attraction and do that, you're going to, at some point in the process, have to take responsibility for your life and the creation of it. That is very important. And I don't think if you can't really do it, it's going to, I mean, I can't say it for sure, but from my experience, the road is long. The road might be a bit longer mm -hmm. and it will be hard and it will make you mm -hmm. feel like, whoo, some of the things I did, some of the experiences I had, some of the things people did to me, all of it, like, Taking responsibility for some of that was not easy, you know, a fact and that's okay. But it's like, you know, what is that saying? You can't eat the entire elephant at once or something weird like that. Yeah, one bite at a time. It's such a weird analogy, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah. bit by bit, you know, sometimes yeah. it's baby steps and just like exploring into it. Mm -hmm. I really like the law of attraction, the video, the DVD, whenever I've recommended it to people. Mm-hmm. But coupled with that, the new training I'm in is teaching me that this could possibly help people is that you really do want to raise your vibrational frequency, your energy, your like positive energy, you know, and they say that like your energy is the um, average of the five people you interact with the most. So that might be a good place to start too to see like what's around you. What can you possibly, is there someone that's doesn't or something you're doing or whatever that you can kind of like shift out to shift in something that's higher if you need to. 
also just doing things that put yourself in the path of joy, you know, like what brings you joy, find it, try to do it every day. That's like a very colorful life to live in the path of joy. Be willing to test, be willing to try. Yeah. Failure is positive. Yeah. You have to find your way to being fearless. You need to be fearless in the pursuit of what's going to set your soul on fire. That's one of my favorite things. Like I, I really believe it. And it's hard because fear is up. We can talk about fear for hours too. Like fear thinks it's helping you. I now see fear as a friend. And when she appears, I'm like, oh, it's because I'm about to do something. I'm about to take a big leap. I'm going to jump. I'm about to jump into something cool. And you feel like you need to protect me in case I like fall flat on my face. Mm -hmm. Oh. Isn't that so interesting how similar fear and excitement show up in the body? It is interesting. I it find that those two can be so, excitement can be so fun and so, but excitement can be so terrifying depending on the, the lens you put on it. Right. Right. I, I maybe they're the same. Right. It, <laughs> it's it's just something I've thought about for a while. Enough. Yeah. I can see that actually. It's interesting. Because excitement can also be like, so fear can try to hold you back and excitement yep. like can be really crazy and erratic and almost like yep. disjointing. Chaos. Chaos. So a great book for that one, if I don't mind me. Yeah, job, please. Is, um, it's called Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear. And it's by the woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Whose name's out of my brain right now? Yeah. Top of my head. It's a fantastic book about like what being fearless, like and how you she talks about fear and kind of makes it an entity of its own that's there, wants to support you. But like when you're about to go on like a creative adventure or do something new, do something big, fear will try to come on the journey with you and your creativity. And she does this whole thing where she like basically talks to fear. She like wrote a letter and was like, Hey, I, I get what you're trying to do, but you can come for the ride, but you don't have a voice. Basically you can sit in the back seat, but you don't get to like change the channel, fix the temperature. And most of all, you don't get to drive. So it's such a good book. It's such a good book. If you want to learn also in this process to get over your fears while you're going on this journey, I would say, cool. I'd drop that one. Good suggestion. I just heard her name yesterday pop up. Have you ever heard of a book? Elizabeth called? Gilbert. Elizabeth Gilbert. Good job. Yes. Um, she mm -hmm. showed up in The Artist's Way. Have you ever heard that one? Mm -mm. The Artist's Way. Let me pull it up right here. Cool. Is, in essence, the spiritual path to higher creativity. And it mm -hmm. was the preface talks about Elizabeth Gilbert is her name. And this was the book she read to get herself out of the process, the into healing before she wrote and had the courage to go on the journey of Eat, Pray, Love. Cool. Which I thought was so cool. So cool. Um, so cool. I might do this. That makes sense that she wrote this book, Creative Living Beyond Fear, because it has that kind of like juiciness to it. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing this in January. It's 12 weeks. Okay. And it is recovering sense of safety, recovering sense of identity, recovering sense of power, sense of integrity, sense of possibility, sense of mm -hmm. abundance, sense of connection, strength, compassion, self-protection, autonomy, faith. That'd be cool. Like, you know, Isn't that super 12, cool? Do it and do it 12 week series on it. Yeah. Talk about one of the topics and implement it. Yeah. Oh, no, I think 
Listen, I am a huge proponent of doing anything that's self-developing, self-developing yeah. and self-work. Like I am such a huge proponent of it, at least from my own life experience, because like I would not be who I am today if I hadn't been doing all this work, if I hadn't read all these books, taken all these trainings, kind of like cleared all those things away and learned to just love myself. It's love it's yourself. Really yeah. So worth the work that if I could tell anybody anything, I listen, I burnt myself to ashes so many times. I phoenixed it multiple times. You know, like I went through some spaces that were just painful. Like I went through some like dirt tunnels and came out, but I would do it all over again if it meant I had the peace that I have and the self-love that I have for myself right now. I would do it all over again. And I still do it on the daily because things still pop up, right? Yeah. Like when I joined the RCA, I had a, I had a few weeks there where I was constantly having to witness my emotions because they were not, I was freaking out at times. Like, what did I do? I made this huge, it was like a big life change, you know, like mm-hmm. not a speedboat and somehow or other I speedboated myself into like a direction that was like very fast. And, mm-hmm. but every day it's, it's so fascinating. I love that. So first step is take responsibility. I love that. I, th- I would say take responsibility is a big yeah, one. I agree. Um, second step is probably find a path to joy. It would be helpful to do that. It'd be, Discover I don't know the fearlessness. Let go. Yeah. And then the next step, would you say, is letting go of what you discover? Because it's so hard like, to like. Yeah, that's like, because if you. Anything you hold on to, would you say probably has like an anger attachment to it or yeah. something negative, right? And yeah. so anger is really right in that like vibrational frequency scale. It's kind of in the middle. And it is, I think, the thing you have to let go of because you can be angry about something you did, something someone did, something that didn't work out. Like it does kind of letting go. Yes, I will agree with letting go. Mm-hmm. I would agree with letting go. I want you to might- let yeah no go ahead no 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 go ahead once you let go then you find self-love create self-love well there's something in the middle i think letting go requires acceptance at the same time right that's on the scale it's like you have to be willing to let go it's like interesting you have to be courageous actually so this is it's really interesting it's like this scale is such an interesting one but it's like you have this anger and you have to be like you have to be courageous enough to let go because it can be scary yeah. Like some people identify their whole lives with their past too. Their past. Yep. You know, like I know people who 100% identify with an illness and like make it their whole story so that the illness just has such a life and a breath. And it's not that it doesn't exist. And of course, people might be like, how can you say that? I'm like, I know that you can, if you focus on anything, you can give it so much more energy and life than it has to have. You will. So, right. So then you have to like, accept it to own it mm-hmm. and yeah and once you accept it it's like there's that- a grieving process for me there I was there was before or after the acceptance though because usually i would say there's like a realization of it there's mm-hmm. a there's like there's a it's almost like you you're like oh shit mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. <laughs> it look at this you know that's like a and then you grieve because you're like oh my god 
-hmm. And that's, that might be the letting go and accept yeah. that go into like acceptance and like a freedom. Yeah. I can just feel it in my chest. Even It's so about. real and it's so heavy and it hits, so, it hits all of us. And that's why I love talking about it because it's such mm -hmm. a real thing. It's such a real thing. And it's a real thing. It's really quite a magical thing when you can tap into it or when you feel it. It's just so, because then you are ascending into a space of love and listen, like mm -hmm. love, joy, peace. Like that is, that is just a frequency of such good healing space. Yeah. You know, that's why we right. all want to love, love and be loved. Right. But part of this journey that I'm realizing is that I'm, I've learned to love myself. So like, if you can keep filling yourself mm -hmm. with the, you do not need others to do it. If people do, it's like bonus, right? Like it's juicy. Bonus. <laughs> That's like why I love meeting people like you, right. Or people I met along the way. It's like when we're give we're technically giving each other that kind of like love, appreciation, joy. Cause like, we're like, Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. Right. But if you're feel so it feels good. But the ultimate goal would be once you can forgive all that stuff, once you can release all that stuff, once you can just genuinely, truly love who you are and you're becoming like, that's like self-love. That yeah. would be like the ultimate goal of the manifestation process. If you ask me, we mm -hmm. got yeah. it's so mm -hmm. manifestation is just so big, right? It's yeah. such a big thing. Cause then I'm sorry, I got off track. No, it's cool. I just, it's, I've been, I've never played out the steps to this manifestation process. And I, I've had so many people ask, how do you manifest? Is it real? Is yeah. usually the first question. Is it okay. real? It is real. And I say from my perspective, I would say with a hundred percent certainty from my experience, from what I have done, I've been my own science project. Yes, mm -hmm. it is real. And I'm not the only one that says it, right? If I was like, the, I was, if I was like a test of one, well, maybe we can question one person, but there are thousands of people that utilize this power, this ability daily. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people, tons of books are written about it. It goes back a really long way. You know, like it is a thing that is your birthright. Like that's the coolest part about it. Mm -hmm. It's literally your birthright yeah to be a creator mm -hmm. you were created to create mm -hmm. and creation is manifestation mm -hmm. yes 100 100 oh that that's a good meme too yeah memes <laughs> for days period where i had like a memeaholic <laughs> and like i lived life in meme and like it, yeah. and so i have like a whole folder of like 400 memes that are all just like all these like Statement. It's a way to communicate a major amount of emotions and intention and mm -hmm. conscious learning through one picture slash phrase. Word, yeah. yeah and it's, and one phrase can be like, yeah, it's, mm. it's a good way to communicate. It's a fun medium to play in. Yeah. This group has been playing with them a lot. Yeah. The which group. has been the RCA group. Yeah. They love their memes and it's fun to watch these whole conversations <laughs> of memes. Those are, well, those are, aren't those gifts or gifs yeah both both being yeah they move up me yeah. yeah it's a whole communication world yeah yeah so okay so yeah. it leads to this next part of this step of you get that self-love and then once you're in that self-love space deciding and trying to figure out what you want 
and how to be specific, which is what you talked about earlier. Mm. You've got to get specific with what you want. And once that you know it's real, okay, it's real. And you come okay. to terms with the fact that this is happening and you are responsible for what's around you. It's your responsibility to kind of move out of it into a, mm. out of low vibration into high vibration. You go okay. tackle the fear. You jump into the self-love. You let it go. You're now mm. at self-love. How do you then be specific about what you want in the process? Because that's like an advanced tactic of manifestation. It is an advanced tactic. It is advanced tactic. I will say it is an advanced tactic. It is. It is. Um, I call it like, it's so interesting because the self-love, that's been my most recent work phase. I call it self-love lifestyle, right? What like, is it? self it's my, it's my lifestyle. Yeah. It's like my cool. coaching. But yeah. Like self lifestyle. Um, and that started, I'm going to say January, I'll, I'll say it started January 1st, 2019. I can, nice. I like that. I can pinpoint days because mm -hmm. um, December 30th, 2018 was the, one of the worst days of my life. If I'm going to mm -hmm. like, be honest, like it was like, it was a moment where like, I knew all this stuff. I've been doing all this training. I left my old life. I like, I did all these things and yet nothing was manifesting at all into the life I wanted. I was miserable. I was miserable. I was, I was at the bottom of the barrel and I did one of those like, all right, universe, I will give us 365 days to like swing this around and and make it. And if I'm like this 365 days from now, then I was like, I cannot continue being a human and I want to be a human. So let's swing it around. And that whole year was about like learning to love myself. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's how it's been for the last few years. And with that shift has come so much magic and so much freedom and so much like things are shifting. My world is shifting. It's so powerful. And then when you learn to love yourself, like I'm a person that lives alone. I mean, I love my company. <laughs> I'm okay with that space as long as I'm still doing stuff. And do I still want to interact with people? Yeah. Like, it's not like I want to be a monk and live in the woods and not talk to people, but I'm okay if like a whole day or two go by and I don't talk to anybody, you know, like. So do, I'm sorry. Yeah, go do back. you have an inner voice? It's a very intimate question. It's a very personal question. So if you don't want to answer it, I understand. I've define asked thousands your, and thousands of people. Oh, that. I'll talk about. Okay. So define what you are saying by inner, inner voice. You know, that's the question I ask. And then the definitions start coming. Cause I think we're at a stage in life where this needs to be defined. Okay. where we've got this negative self-talk and we've got positive self, the kind of the angel demon on the shoulder. That's okay. a form of self-voice. And then there's also that's some the people. Mind. Yeah. The mind. That's, and some not people, anything. that's just, that's literally your mind. Yeah. So, okay. So inner voice is my intuition. And then I was going to say there's intuition and then some yep. in the, the church world would say, Holy spirit is a different sort of yeah, which also is intuition, but different. Cause it's, there's just oh, a I lot have, of, I have, I have intuition. Yep. You have gut instinct, intuition. And then I have outside of myself, Holy Spirit, if you and want you to. And you have call Holy it. Spirit, Spirit guides Holy angels. Yeah. yeah. Archangels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, intuition. So your mind is very noisy and 
does, it is the angel and the devil. It tries to rationalize and it, that's your mind. And you really shouldn't. And mind is great for knowledge storage and understanding, but in making decisions, your mind is really like, it will go off of past experiences or it can't make a good new decision, right? Like that's your mind. Your intuition is like this feeling and knowing and it's learning how to tap into that. So that's part of the training I'm going through right now. It's actually the section I'm in is like, really aligning with your intuition and like trusting mm -hmm. yourself like mm -hmm. trust yourself learning to trust yourself i mean that's like some that's some hard work right and then i do have this relationship with energy of the universe i identify them as angels and when i ask questions and i have one is a guide specifically and when i ask questions it's a yes or no answer it's an always mm -hmm. and it's like yes no yes like they, they're just give you, they give you, and sometimes I'll start asking the question and the answer comes like, so yeah, it's interesting. That's been an interesting kind of really development in my journey. That's the point I'm at right now. You're at intuition, trust yourself, or you're at the relationship stage of guides, Holy spirit. Uh, I've been in it for a while, but I'm deeply in it right now. Like it's yeah. very much alive in my existence. It's very yep. part of my daily life and part of like power that i'm manif manifesting with it's like mm -hmm. almost like mm -hmm. with them i create now yep yep i agree same just coming out of self-love still obviously will stay in self-love hopefully forever you never come out of self-love yeah exactly but like I'm... once you get self-love you like every day if you're like there's a day where i'm like not loving myself yeah is a day where i feel alone yep this happened to me like two weeks ago or yep. three weeks when I first got into RCA, I woke up one morning and I was like looking at myself in the mirror and I was like trying to have this dialogue. I mean, like, and I was, I could, I was so sad and lonely that day because something had happened that would triggered me, you know? And I, and I knew it right away. And I was like, and that still happens by the way, like the goal is to stay there, but we're, I'm still human. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to get out of this meat suit until like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. And um, I just was alone and I was like, oh, I'm not in a space of self-love or connection to that self-love energy and source. Yeah. Yeah. So goal, stay there. Self-love, which will bring you joy because you will be like so at a frequency that you when you're manifesting, you are manifesting like high level yum yum i don't know what else. you're vibing you vibe high and when you vibe high lots comes your way that's just it just matches it's a warm fuzzy vibe that hits your body and makes you smile and you know it's right yeah exactly <laughs> oh yes <laughs> exactly yeah yeah i think like the day i met you i i i felt that yeah i felt that from you like this like we popped on and i was like oh look at yay hi yeah. <laughs> like yeah Recently, I was like, yeah, he's, we're there together. We and talked about it like a year from now, let's make sure we're at the goals and the dreams. Like, are you working remote? Are calendar. you living? Yeah, it's on the calendar. Exactly. <laughs> it's on our calendars. And I literally am like, there should be no reason why in 11 months from now, I can't have manifested that. There should be no reason why. If there is yeah. a reason, it's literally because I've stepped off this path. Yeah. And that's where the lesson opportunity gift comes. Because it's so funny how so many times, and again, it kind of comes back. I'm going to come back to this, but being specific about what you want. It's you can be specific oh. about things that are not great for you. And oh, then, oh. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. 
that is as much as you can create, you can create something that is undesirable. Like right. it's all part of that same power. Right. Right. So it's like the idea of abundance, right? It's like everything is abundance. That's all there is, is just endless abundance. Right. But if you think you lack it, you don't have enough money. The universe does this really cool thing. It's like, oh, okay, I'll give you a, la- I'll give you an abundance of lack. Like you just ask for that abundance. Like you have to be very specific. And even if you get specific and you're like, I want to make this much money. I want to be living here. I want this kind of partner. It's good to do that. And then say to the universe, these things, like specifically these things are something better because really like you might be wanting something that's great and really good, but the universe is like, yeah, but what if you have this, like this and you're like, okay. So I'm like, okay, this. And that's the image you say. And then, but you also in like in combination with the universe, you're like, or something better. It's something that's beyond my con- concept right now. Cause there's a lot of things that I, I would have never even thought of RCA. Did you know that? This was my something better. I wouldn't even, I didn't either. That, that yeah. one hit me like a, a tidal wave. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that's how I, I yeah. thought mine was like a weird tornado that was like, yeah. whoosh, land. Yep. I was like, mm-hmm. so it's something better. Mm-hmm. And then it's a daily muscle. You have to practice. It's not like I'll do it on Mondays and Saturdays. It's like, no, it is daily. It's work. And so then I also understand that a lot of people have their families, their lives, their jobs, their whatevers, right? Like all, all the things that are part of their story. So to add like one other thing into it can be challenging. Mm -hmm. So my two suggestions one would be you create a mantra for yourself that defines like who you are where you want to go what you want to be who you want to be around like really create a like a future mantra self like define your future self in all the ways you want to be and show up and that becomes your mantra and then you start saying it every morning when you wake up in the shower you have time in the shower to say it I do. I do a whole prayer in the shower while I'm like washing my hair. Like I call on things and do stuff because it's like, it's time you have to also do that and make sure, or right when you wake up, like you're lying in bed, waking up and you know, your mantra, you say it like out loud. Like I am this, I am here. I have this much money. Like, and you say it and you're grateful for it and you visualize it and you say, I am, because that makes it a present day reality almost and you just be start becoming that it's the easiest way to start yeah well one of the ways i mean it's one way to add in an activity in like holding yourself accountable to wanting to change and become that like Mm -hmm. you owe it to yourself Mm -hmm. to give it a try even for like a month Mm -hmm. i don't know it's I'm so glad you said it because it leads to this, like once you love yourself and then you learn how to trust yourself because loving yourself and trusting yourself are totally different. Oh, yes. Then the trusting yourself makes you realize, oh, this gut intuition is real. These guides, these spirit guides, these angels, this Holy Spirit, whatever this is out there Mm -hmm. is real. And Mm -hmm. it is responding back and forth. Oh, my God. I I even, I do, in fact, even like, I have um, an archangel oracle deck, and then I also have a shamanic oracle deck, like, cause that's the other area I studied. And um, sometimes I communicate with them and they talk and it's like, 
it's very once you dial in it they it's a communicate there's a weird cool communication that has been going on and synchronicity yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, we'll come back to that because you, you know i want to like, jump back into that one because i think um mm -hmm. coming from a, a christian background when i hear archangel when i hear mm. certain tarot cards mm. my spidey senses from the church for, and for me i also have a deck and i love it and i understand right. that it resonates with the universe but it took a long time for me even as a child i wasn't allowed to read harry potter because it was magic oh yeah stay away from that magic you know stay away from that right. that dark energy and it's so fun <laughs> to recognize i know i know oh my gosh religious trauma you know Oh my dear Lord. Okay. Well, everybody can have their perspective, but in my, my world that I live in, in my belief system, angels, all they want to do is help you experience joy and peace yeah. and love while you are as a human. Like literally that is like their, that is their, that is their, yep. that's why they pull themselves from, because listen, they have to like pull themselves from like this really high vibrating frequency to come here to help us. Like it takes energy and work for them to like be here, but they'll be here like that. And they will do what you ask and they will protect you. And they, I can't even like for me, it's, and it's funny. Cause listen, I was born Jewish, right? I went to Hebrew school. It, I had a bat mitzvah. The whole experience was like, almost like I was talking to my mom about the other day, like kind of like, I, the only way I could explain it to her, it was really weird. And this might sound weird, but it's like, when you're trying, I, when you're trying to be something you're not and you're whatever, whether, whatever it is, it was like, I was trying to be Jewish and in that Hebrew existence. And it, it was not my vibration and frequency. Right. And it was like, it was literally going against who I was and what I believed and what I was supposed to be doing, but it was because I'm, and so it's interesting too, because then I actually also studied world religions in college. So interesting. <laughs> that is like, do you ever like go over your life and you're like, oh my God. It all connects. It, it really, I mean, you know, it does, but the moments. So, and I remember going through that and really learning about like pieces of Christianity and just different pieces that really like disturbed me to know. And um, then all of a sudden, like all these angels, it's my thing. And my friend's like, it's very, it's a very like Catholic Christian kind of like thing to like go for angels, you know, or, I mean, I even, I even really dig Jesus and Mary Magdalene too, like all of it. Right. So it's weird, but I realized for people, it can be a trigger because it can be associated with something that possibly wasn't a positive experience for them. Mm -hmm that makes sense mm -hmm. um yeah sorry religious yeah. trauma is a real thing and i'm grateful that you brought up some of the archangel stuff in the cards and decks because mm -hmm. in essence you're just using tools to connect the universe and what you're looking to accomplish by kind of sending out faith and trust yes yeah and i've used them so many times over the last few years like tremendously yeah tremendously like I can't even it's it's and that's another one it's just another step in the process so that's like yeah. yeah it leads to kind of talking about this mantra because the what's been interesting is my mantras used to have when i was early manifesting i want this i need this i need mm -hmm. money i want money and it's you said it really well because when you're sitting and i want i want i want 
that's mm-hmm. what's given back to you is want mm-hmm. or I need, I need, I need back. You're getting need back. Yeah. I'm learning and have really channeled in the phrases I am and I have now. Okay. So like, I am this, I am that I have abundance now because you have to put a time to it. It's got to be specific. Yeah. Do I never you- said I have abundance now, but I like, I have now. I like that. That actually is a very, I believe, healthy way of saying it because you're like making it present day reality, not some yeah. future moment, yep, not exactly. some, like, some moment that will just always be in the future. And But I am to me is the most direct way to make a statement so heard. Like I agree. I've heard many times that the that, that word I am, it's like I am, I am, I am. I know there's such a yeah. history behind it. Yeah. Point where it, you say it and it's like, and it is like, of course, you're not allowed to watch Harry Potter. Like when we say words, it's like casting a spell out there. Bingo. Right? Bingo. Magic, you know? It's, yeah. We're like literally doing that. So what you say, you be really careful. because Yeah. <laughs> you could do some black magic on yourself, man. I, you could totally black magic yourself. Right? Can I say, I've been really frustrated the last two days because there's this neighbor and I'm going to tell a story and it's whatever, whatever. Yeah. He has these signs all over his yard. Do not have your dogs go to the bathroom in his yard. And to the point where he's now put sirens where when someone walks by the house, sirens go off and it's this piercing, terrible noise that's supposed to make the dogs not want to go to the bathroom there because they're too scared to. Yeah. And recently he's started this jerk. Oh, I've got so many more words for him. This guy has, no, I can't. That's what I'm about to talk about. This guy has started taking a sprinkler and spraying people as they're walking past. He'll just randomly turn the sprinkler on and it'll hit him. And then, Mm -hmm. and this is just this guy's energy, this low level energy is living in. Fine. But I have so much aggression and anger and I want to stay in that low vibration for a second. And I'm almost finding Mm -hmm. myself missing the anger. Like I want to be able to express myself as angry as rageful. And I'm, it's such an interesting thing. Cause I know if I send it out, it's going to come back at me, mm-hmm. but I want to feel it. And I, oh, I I'm transition. You can feel it. And I, I, I'm feel it right it. I am literally like, yes, I feel it. So I I'm really it. trying to like, love this guy and recognize he's living in this all the time. I, I've got to mm-hmm. be understanding that he's the one experiencing these sirens all day long. He's the one experiencing this, like whatever he's going through. I'm sending love. I'm sending blessings because it's such a better energy. But there is a piece of me that's almost regressing into being longing for the old aggression. Mm. It's been an interesting. Well, his battle. energy that he's shooting at you is a not a positive feeling frequency, and you're feeling that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're mm-hmm. feeling his. Mm-hmm. Um, Blockage. I've got to put boundaries. Can you hear it as well? Hear what? The the siren, or is it when? Oh yeah. Okay. Anytime you walk within a hundred foot, even if you're across the street, the sirens go off. It's it's a uh, it's an intense experience to walk by this dude's house. And again, it's it's not about him. The it's more just no. There's ways to work with it. There are ways to work with it. How do you work with that? Okay, the first thing I would do would put like a shield of energy around me, so at yeah, least that's energy it. couldn't come to me. I would I would call um, boundaries. Arch- well, like boundaries, and in my world, do you want to know what I would really mm-hmm. do? 
Mm-hmm. I would call on Archangel Michael and ask him to put a blue shield of protection around me that can't let the energy of anything negative in. Like mm-hmm. it's just the shield that protects me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, because that his energy will, <clears throat> if you're someone that absorbs energy or feels energy, you will feel that. And it's not mm-hmm. comfortable because he's in a state of discomfort, you know, mm-hmm. so the sound and the noise, that one would be a really tough one for me. And I would, I would visualize somehow or other it's shifting, something's happening and it's going to go away. And I just keep seeing that because I did have a neighbor at one point. That's a good point. Yeah. I did have a neighbor at one point and they used to be loud and annoying and noisy. And when COVID came, I had to watch their backyard because that's where they existed and my office faced it. And, um, I had like a 900 foot fence put up granted, but, um, so I didn't see it, but over time, like I just believed it was shift And this whole year. They've been so much quieter. It was just like, so I yeah. think, I think you're just, you're right. Sit you know, in the high vibration, like, allow it to change him. Pull him up. Could, I mean, you could get a really big sign, right. And ask his neighbor, <laughs> if you can stick a sign in their thing that says, please do not walk this path ahead go onto the driveway, the road and walk around and it could be coming from the other way. So people will not walk on his little piece of property. And maybe that would make him happy. Cause the thing is, is he doesn't want anybody walking and pooping. Yeah. So yeah. you create a loving barrier that like, will give him what he needs mm-hmm. and get people just to walk. I mean, I'm sure there's like a short, they can walk off the sidewalk onto the road. Is it a city? I don't know. It is a city, but I mean, even yeah, it's a city, and oh, okay, it's not yeah, like a neighborhood. It's, it's well, it's a neighborhood. It's the neighborhood, but then even if you're walking a hundred feet away, the siren goes off, and I'm I'm that's the I've measured it out because you can go two streets across and and hear the siren still. If you it'll trigger the siren, door and say, "Hey, man, you know I totally respect what's going on here, and that the frustration, like, sell him on the idea." Like, do you go. have a conversation with the guy? Yeah, it's interesting, and you that's know? And you again. Can say, I want, I want to get these signs for you. Like talk to the neighbors first, maybe and be like, Hey, would you be cool if I stuck this sign so that we could get him to stop doing this? Like maybe yeah. you advocate in such a good way and like, don't talk negative about it and just be like, listen, mm-hmm. is this bothering you? Like, is this disturbing you? Liz, here's an idea I came up with, come up mm-hmm. with an idea and like put a sign in that says, please do not walk this stretch of the sidewalk. Can you walk in the street and walk around or something? I don't know because yeah. It may be some people will still walk there, but a lot of people might start shifting and doing that. And it will at least decrease the sound of like the siren. And then maybe you can, or you can say to him, Hey, if we do this, can you stop the sirens? If we put up signs and try to get people redirect, I don't know. I don't, does that make any sense? It sounds logical. It does. It does make sense. I'm, I'm grateful because there are these actionable solutions that can be taken and it's, and I that. think it's just bigger than him as well. It's do you find yourself in these stages where you know the right answer now, but you find yourself still slipping back into the old patterns? Yeah, but that's becoming the witness of yourself. Because and when you fall back that into that old patterns, bingo. you fall now back into patterns, about it. like things are gonna like hit you again. Yeah. Like ick, like me being feeling alone and sad the other day. I love that, that that's an old pattern that I fell back into, but I am so aware of where I am and like to be now. Like I have reached a state of like joy and peace consistently. I can say mm-hmm. when I fall back there, I'm like instantly, I'm like, what's going on? Why did I get here? 
is this even my energy? Like I've like sometimes gotten sad in my housemate. I'm like, I'll call her be like, are you doing okay today? She's like, how do you know? I was like, damn it. Cause I was crying on my bed for no reason. And I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I'm like, but this isn't mine. But um, yeah, it's witnessing and recognition. I mean, this is all become the witness of your story. That's yeah. power. That's, rather, that's, power. that's, power. that's the one. That's the so one. People do not realize how many superpowers we have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So many superpowers in just like actions like being fearless and forgiving and witnessing and manifesting. I mean, like, come on. Why wouldn't you want to at least make an attempt to have this and always use it for the greatest and highest good? I'd like to say that out loud. Yeah, absolutely. Always for the greatest and highest good. Yeah. Only light for if we wanted it, I define it as magic, only as light magic. Choose love, choose light. Yeah. Only. Yeah. yeah I sure. agree. And I think it's just so important you just said that. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm going to transition a little bit. Do it. To kind of the, because I appreciate us going through that. And I'm going to jump in and kind of transition it into something that still is relevant. But yeah. it's a question I ask everyone on the, on the podcast. <laughs> the first being, in your perspective, your opinion, your experience, what is consciousness to you? Okay. So this is, Consciousness is so, it's like an awareness and a knowing that there's something more outside of me. Like I, it happened to me and I'll define it as there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way to me. That's when you have that kind of consciousness moment of understanding, like when something like that would be like, Oh, I get that. I only say that because like, to me, so my dad, at the age of 10, I'm sorry, I have a lot of stories, I know, but no, I love when it. I was 10, my dad started doing self-development in Wayne Dyer, and he mm. would, like, he'll say I was driving back and forth to work, and he would listen to his tape, cassette tapes in the car, <laughs> and it was, like, 1985 or something like that, and starting at that age, he would, like, plant all these seeds of all these, like, thoughts, like, there is no way to happiness, happiness is the way, and, like, um, love is letting go of fear and he would say all these things about all these great writers and I was always like dad whatever but then I like I lived in London my my um junior year in college and I stayed there and worked and someone gave me the Celestine Prophecy and <laughs> which is such an, another weird book and I read it and it kind of like all those like seeds of like consciousness that my dad had planted in me for some reason, this book was like the watering can that let, let them grow. And it was like, I had this awakening that there was more than all this kind of like wow. basic human stuff. Right. And so it's like, it's just this awareness of, of more, you know, like where you step outside of this, like, get up, go to work, do your life, make your money, have your family, like that whole kind of storyline for me. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I remember that I went back to college and my best friend, Tracy, who had been studying in, she'd been studying in like um, France, like we both had had these like conscious awakenings lawyer there, right, which makes sense. And we came back and I remember looking at her one day and being like, is ignorance bliss? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Red pill, blue pill. <laughs> I was like, I, that was like what consciousness is. Like consciousness <laughs> will blow your mind open, <laughs> seeing the world differently. Yeah. And you'll be like, I'm really, so you want to crawl back in it. So, um, yeah, consciousness is just a, like a knowing, a knowing that there's more. 
whatever. I love it. Yeah. So that's cool. What are emotions? Oh, I think I like define this, right? Like emotions, I said, were like three things to me. Um, oh, I can't remember. Did I send, did I write? Um, I said, so emotions. Okay. So one emotions, it's like a feeling within your body. It's like a visceral thing that I feel, you know, like sadness is an emotion. Happiness is an emotion. Joy, joy is a feeling. Wait, oh wait, joy is a feeling. Happiness is a state. Sadness is an emotion. Um, I know for me, sometimes my emotions are other people's emotions. Because you're an empath. Because I'm an empath. Yeah. So I need to deal with that. Yeah. I just naturally have a lot of emotions. I, I That's when I'll call on like, I like, <laughs> I like they're over here, three angels that hold these like wicker baskets. And every time ever since I've been working with them, I have them hold my tidal wave of emotion. Wonderful. Because sometimes it's emotion. I feel it so intensely in my body that I'm like, I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. So emotion can be a feeling for me. Mm-hmm. Um, emotion can be based off of like a thought that triggers a memory that creates a feeling within your body. Like you feel it. It's like you feel it. And some emotions are just much more enjoyable to feel than others. I think they say that like realistically, you only feel the emotion for like what, like, five to 10 seconds but then after that it's like your mind replaying it so you just mm. constantly replay it and then you keep feeling it you keep feeling it's a loop it. yeah it's like a loop hmm. i've never heard that it's interesting yeah and so um yeah okay i'd say that thank you of... for answering that i appreciate yeah that. no emotions for me they, they played a huge role huge role okay and... so it really wasn't until i learned how to control my emotions too that i was able to start stepping into the manifestation power again. I agree. Same with me. It was being an empath. That was a huge factor. How do you control your emotions and not only your emotions, but put blockages up for others, like a shield up. So others emotions aren't influencing your day-to-day experience to the point where you can't process. I mean, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm kind of having a weird download, but like my relationship with my ex a lot was, there's a lot of sadness and I, I think it was mine, but I think it was hers too. Like, and I don't realize that like you take on other people for the longest time. I was a really unhappy person depressed for like a decade, mm-hmm. you know? And when I left that relationship, mm-hmm. so it's very interesting. Yeah. So emotions can be other people's like energy, emotion, frequency, especially when you're an empath. I mean, empath yeah. hey, for the longest time, I don't know if you felt this way, but like, you know, empaths always think it's like a curse. And I feel like people's emotions. And it's, it's, just, a gift. it's a gift. It's, it's such a, a, gift. a gift to be able to feel. All that. You just have to learn how to manage it. You have to learn how to manage it, how to keep your energy clean, how to do whatever you have to do to like protect, mm-hmm. you know, you've come to earth to be a healer and a connector. And that's, that's a gift, but it's one that comes with usually some extra push and pulls. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother practice in the practice, yeah. right? Like I've had to learn, I took a training on like protection and cleansing. That's yeah. changed. My, that has changed my existence very recently. I mean, I couldn't go out. Like I would go to the mall and I come home and pass out because like the energy, I wasn't knowing what to do. 
And I would literally, yeah. and if I don't, I know, like I w- took an air flight recently and came home to the airport. And I think I picked up some like family drama from the holidays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like I felt that energy. So yeah. what's your number one protection and cleansing process for those out there who need one? So, um, okay. So I do call on Archangel Michael. He is, um, his energy is designed to like, he comes with like a flaming sword. He will cut away any energy that's kind of attaching to you, but he will also put a blue shield of light around you. And I do that. That is one of the things I do. I also have sage spray in my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're not into Archangel Michael, you can get a sage spray and you can have it in your car. And when you come back in, you can be like, and it will just sage kind of clears away any negative energy, mm-hmm. um, which you is ever, really good. Do you ever really zip or sweep? Sweep, sweep off your spine, sweep off the emotions, and then you zip no, off the I emotions like that a, you want. Yeah, same uh, thing. Okay. So like you do this, yeah. you do this, you like yeah. do all this, and then you yeah, like you- yeah. Yeah. Sweeping your body. Yeah. Sweep it off. I do a version of that. Yeah. yeah. That's um, yeah. Then it's really good to, you know, sometimes I'll shower just to wash it off. Showers are huge. Um, yep. I have a I have a I have a particular stone, it's called a tectite. Mm-hmm. And it's actually from a meteorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hold it in my hand and it will pull out like I feel like it's pulling that like whatever that energy is out of me and they just drop it and it disperses. I mean, it's like do whatever you want to do. Find ways to do it. There are ways, you know, mm-hmm. like create your own ritual. Yeah, we can come and do an entire another podcast on protection and cleansing, because I think that's super helpful. And I think it'd be good. Yeah, for Talking more about the empath and how yeah. to like do that. Yeah, if, I, if you wanted that, I would absolutely come back for that, too, because that's a yeah whole nother world that's like it's a whole really, nother world and yeah. lately i keep running into empaths everywhere I like they're like they are like flashing red lights because yep. so i know as a light worker like light workers are way, waking up like people who are empaths because they're it's like almost like i don't want to say an army but waking up to like their power yeah. and having to use to use it but it's like it's very shocking if you don't know how to protect yourself like some people just get yeah so let's yeah, yeah. Um, last question is what is the number one emotion you experience on a day-to-day basis? Currently it is self-love, love. love. Yeah. That is really exciting. Yeah. I'm going to say currently it really is. Um, and I'm doing everything I can to keep that, keep that space Mm -hmm. because it's, uh, yeah, because then I can attract all the stuff I want. It's like yeah. becoming like I know if I can stay in that kind of like space, mm-hmm. like a really cool, limitless future. Yeah, it's so true. Limitless is the perfect word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a mantra you're using right now? And that's a really long one. Yeah, what um, you say? I have a protection mantra when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. I, do I say, um, I say that I'm safe and I'm protected. Mm-hmm. Um, I say I'm safe and protected from within. I say I am protected because I work for the light. Um, I say um, that I go through um, a whole mantra of like I'm living the remote life. I'm having a certain amount of money. 
I am um, a master manifester. Like I go through every morning. I have this book. Like, and I just I sit down and yep. I go through it and I say, also note yourself, I say everything three times. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's important. And I always say, and so it is. Like, and so it is. I'm like, and so it is. Yeah, I do that. I've been doing it, and I've been doing it for the past like two or three months, and everything is shifting, like even more so. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. And if I can share it or help anybody find their way to it, like that's just literally like all I want to do because it's, I still function in human reality. I still have a job. I still have friendships and relationships, but I'm like, doing it with such a like a much more peaceful space and i know that everybody wants that yep would enjoy experiencing it so that's that's my mission i love it (laughs) tracy j thank you very much for coming on the actually connecting podcast and talking about manifesting and mantras and all this fun stuff Mm. thank you for having me it's amazing i appreciate it cool 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 um and on that and so it is so it is all right see you next time like what you heard give it a share want to talk about it comment or like below have a great rest of your day this is the actually connecting podcast